Welcome to Sharing the Middle, where recovering perfectionists, overachievers, and anyone in the middle of a struggle come together to learn to embrace the messy middles of life. I'm Lacey, your fellow middler and guide, whose claim to fame this week is being the mom who was able to sign up to just get plates for her kids' school party. Today, I'm joined by Leslie Jesperson, a mom creator and intuitive strategy mentor for aspiring women entrepreneurs who desire freedom and fulfillment, but don't know where to start and or are afraid to make the leap. I can totally feel that in my soul as I read it. She combines spiritual modalities and intuition with marketing and business strategy that wholly support and completely, well, they support wholly and completely. It's both. They become wildly successful while avoiding personal burnout and being present with their families. That's a big, it's all order. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you for having me. I am so excited for you to join me. I'll be honest, I like stalked your social media for a little bit and I am a fan. I like to start off with asking people, what do you think of when I say the middle? I find people tend to have a visceral like this is the middle for me. Yeah, the middle to me is actually the present. When I think of the middle, I think of the present because we have as a society, we have such a hard time being present. We're either, you know, thinking about the stupid thing we said three days ago in a conversation <laughs> or something that. we did <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> or we're constantly obsessing over the future that we forget to be present. Something that I talk about with my clients a lot and something we work on is being present because we are really not in control of our timeline. That's what I think of when I when I hear the middle is like right now we're in the middle. So we're always in the middle. I love when it like yeah. gets unintentionally really deep. Like we're always in the middle. <laughs> Everything's the middle. My husband uh, pokes fun at me now because I'm like, well, that's the middle. And he's like, Lacey, go stop. Not everything needs to be in the middle. So I'm going to tell today, everything's the middle. Here's the camera crew. <laughs> I will say he gets a high level of joy when he can do it back at me. And it's just like, oh, dang it. Oh, I, <laughs> I would love to dive into, because I'm I'm actually really excited to, to hear your story of your kind of middle moment that you... Um, when we when I presented this I see my biggest middle moment was in that phase of my life where I was immediately post divorce so everything for me kind of happened at the same time in terms of my huge like life moment my rock bottom all the things I had lost my home in natural disaster and my husband left me like <laughs> we dealt with trauma in very different ways <laughs> that's how I put it but it was that period of time immediately after when I didn't know what I was doing for work. I had a college degree. You know, I had a four-year-old and an eight-month-old at home. Oh, my gosh. And, well, not at home. I didn't have a home. So I was living <laughs> in an extra bedroom at my mom's house at that point. And then, you know, I started waitressing, was able to get into like a, my mom had a basement apartment of her house come available. So myself and my kids moved down there and I was, it was a beautiful opportunity and hindsight for me to restart my life 
and figure out what I wanted to do. But at that point, I call it my middle because I wanted to just fast track everything. Like I, I just wanted to be in the, in the house with the new love of my life, have, be able to support myself and not rely, you know, as a, what was, I think I was 28, 29, having to go food shopping in my mom's pantry. Yeah. So my, my middle was really at that point where I decided, okay, I'm going to start my business, you know, from this basement, I had a couple windows that I would use as natural lighting and like stick post-its. And that's, I started going Facebook live and really just ripping the bandaid off and decided that this was going to be my new life, but it was going to take a while to understand exactly what that looked like. So my middle was doing the new thing and not quite sure about really anything. Like, all right, I'm going to pitch this very low price to this, my first ever client, like that kind of energy of like that awkward baby, you know, learning to roll over and then sit up and then pull themselves up against furniture and then walking. That was really, I feel like for me and my life so far, I mean, I'm only 37. God, I hope I don't go through a bunch more middles. But <laughs> Well, we've already established everything is the middle. Right, exactly. So. <laughs> There are a couple of things that you touched on that I want to ask more about. Yeah. One, I love the symbolism of being in a basement in the middle. I, there's just something so visceral about that. You are in the middle of the earth. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like you're just implanted in there. Did it feel that way? Did it feel like I, maybe this is my question. Did, did you feel stuck? Because it sounds oh, to me. So like we have this kind of before and after, right? So before this is my, my life. Da, da, da. And then chaos, all of mm-hmm. all of the things at once. And so then you're kind of stuck physically almost in, in the ground there. Yeah, absolutely. There is so much symbolism in that part of my life. Before Hurricane Sandy, I literally lit, had the white picket fence, the two dogs, the, like, I had the life that I thought that was the goal, right? Yeah. That was, that's what everybody wants, right? You want to get married. You want to have babies. You want the dog, the two dogs, the white picket fence. Loki, it was so hard we were paycheck to paycheck and less than paycheck to paycheck but I went from that to literally feeling like it was all washed away and starting over and being feeling so stuck the feelings of complete lack of control over anything in my life and just being held down the basement apartment was really interesting because I live on an island and so our basements are not really basements they're just like four steps down so I was it literally was like (laughs) the middle so I was a little (laughs) bit above ground and a little bit under I could <laughs> so, just see I my yeah. brain just pictures like that little like sliver of light at the top of yeah, being your like yeah. beacon of hope I soaked in that natural sunlight for sure <laughs> was there any kind of defining moment or something that made you say this is this I mean, obviously you probably didn't call it then, but like, this is my middle. This is, I need to change. It seems like there was like a a click almost like that something had to give. Um, there was. So I have PTSD from just the whole like hurricane safety. That could be a whole nother episode of like what it did to me of like, you know, having to like, 
I can still, if I talk about it, I can still hear and feel what it's like to like walk in my kid's bedroom with the mold and the wet carpets and throw all of my kid's belongings away. Like that is still very much with me. But I would say a, a very big turning point was the apartment that I was in. And I had actually, I was there for almost three years, that basement apartment, the house had sold and I had to move again. And at that point I felt like all I was doing was just picking up my shit and going to another place and never really feeling like home and so at that point I had like a major PTSD breakdown you know in the middle of the floor scream crying my mom like I don't know what's happening or how to help you kind of thing that was my okay this next place that we're going I don't want to be here I'm going to be here because we have to but I will do whatever it takes to I want my kids to have their own room they were getting older they needed Mm -hmm. there were certain things and I talk about this on on my podcast actually there were I wrote down on a journal page when I first started learning about manifestation I wrote down I described where I wanted to live and like what I wanted it to look like and I was like okay I'm here but this is where I'm going to be and that was kind of my motivation to do what I I had to do whatever I had to do to get out of my living situation not saying that I wasn't grateful for it that we weren't you yeah. know my mom oh. homeless but it was just I never was able to ground myself anywhere that was mine what kind of now this is I don't necessarily know if this is the middle of this but I'm so curious about like was there a moment that you're like oh I'm making it because right we we talked about this kind of like feeling of stuck and not doing that you make the mindset shift and you're you're going towards something was there any markers that you're like oh this is happening oh this is happening because honestly I'm that's something I'm this is purely selfish that I'm asking like right now I'm in this huge relationship myself and I'm starting this business I still have a hard time even saying business so I and I'm just (laughs) constantly looking for these little markers of like this is right right everyone's cool this is right do you did you have any of those along the way you know I feel like I didn't until I was almost sort of past it. Interesting, yeah. And that's when I actually started a daily gratitude practice because I noticed that I was not being aware of when I was in it. And I do it all the time now. I'm like, I disgust myself how mushy. I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally living my dream. Like, it's ridiculous. (laughs) But... I think that my moment is so like in on that that journal page when I described what I would live in. So like I moved into a, what I call a lemon house, but it was I didn't care. It was a four bedroom piece of shit house, but it was, I was paying the rent. It was only me. My kids had their own room. I was doing it. We were only there for like a year and a half, but this next house, it's actually where I'm at right now. I was standing upstairs in what's now my studio. And I was like, oh my God, I literally described these windows on in my journal. That's like so cool. it was, it wasn't until I was standing in front of those windows, really tall, almost floor to ceiling windows with natural light where I can hear the ocean where I'm, when I'm going to sleep. And I was like, wow, this is, this is it. And so to answer your question, very long. No, I loved it. First, I did not. But what changed that is a daily gratitude practice. And, and that ties into being aware of the present moment and sitting in that I do. I have a gratitude practice every single morning. It only takes five minutes. And that is what keeps me grounded. And I really think that's magnetizing to attract what we want. 
One of the biggest gifts you could ever give me is telling a friend, coworker, loved one, family member, anybody that you know that you think would enjoy the podcast about it. We're a little operation and just you sharing with one person will make a huge difference for us. So if you have some time today, take a minute, share sharing the middle with someone in your life, and hopefully they'll start sharing the middle with us. When do you feel like your middle ended? Mm. I feel like we just moved to new, (laughs) we moved to new things. I guess maybe um, that middle ended, maybe. I gosh, I never even thought about that. I think my, that middle might have ended maybe two or three years ago, or I could say when I moved into this house and we are still renting, we are in the process of looking to buy, but I feel like it was like, I could turn the page from that chapter of not feeling settled and not feeling like I had a place to call home because while I know this, where I'm at now is not permanent. I know that I manifested this. I know that I saw this and I know that this is my home. Like I would be okay if we were here for another 10 years. So I would say that's when, that's when the middle ended, even though it feels very concrete, like moving someplace is the end of my middle. I will say it's very interesting that that's kind of come up a couple of times for you of very physical being of being displaced, being in the basement, being in a new place that is helping you along and then being in a more, not necessarily forever home, but you know, home. Yes, that's exactly it. And I'm a very spiritual person. And it's it's definitely something that I think about a lot in that the elements have a lot to do like the one basement apartment always like flooded when it rains. And for a while, I just felt like water haunted me everywhere I went. Oh, my gosh. And now ironically, I'm on one of the few streets that doesn't flood at all. (laughs) Which is wild. Like, don't think I don't notice every time we get a hurricane and I'm like, oh, look, there's not even water on our steps. This is magical. I love a takeaway. I love a, let me give you a a piece of advice. Looking back now, and I know we kind of talked about this a little bit. I have a guess of what you're going to say, but what would be if you were having a friend go through the same situation or if you could talk to yourself while you're in that middle, what would be kind of a piece of advice or life lesson that you would want to impart? Absolutely mindfulness in being present and a gratitude practice and understanding it's not so much the destination, but the journey as cliche and you know, that sounds (laughs) what would our lives be if we were just constantly running, running, running to the next thing and not stopping to really feel gratitude in our bodies and in our souls and in our nervous systems. There's a difference between saying, yeah, I'm, you know, sitting at the Thanksgiving table and I'm grateful for, no, it's really feeling that and, you know, letting the universe know, thank you more, please. (laughs) I've just, I'm always curious when people talk about a gratitude practice, just because I feel like it's something I should be doing, but I don't necessarily know how to do it consistently. Do you have like a, a piece of advice for that? Because I, I like to think I'm a pretty grateful person and I'm, I'm a positive person, especially going through the challenges I'm going through now. I'm really trying to see like, yesterday I had a great day. I showered by myself for the first time in two weeks. That's a big deal for me. But then I just move on. How do I, you know, do you have any advice for kind of keeping that grounded or and going? 
Yes, uh, definitely being consistent and definitely writing it down. All of my clients, my coaching clients that I work with have a gratitude journal and we come up with some kind of practice that works with them and their lifestyle. But for me, I mean, they have like gratitude journals on Amazon that you can get, but it's three things I'm grateful for today. And, you know, there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it, but it's really being intentional with devoting the time to do it. And I think think writing it down forces you to have that time. It is helpful to, you know, stop and say, all right, for just for the next minute, I'm grateful for this. But I think actually developing a routine and a practice, just how you would wash your face and brush your teeth, write down. Just when we're studying in school, writing things down helps us really like lock it into our minds. And by developing that kind of routine, we are able to to be more present and notice and, you know, as I'm sitting here, like, wow, I am so grateful for that. Well, thanks for sharing. How can people find you? What are What is going on? What can you plug for our, our listeners? I am most active in my Instagram stories. It's Leslie underscore Jesperson. My last name is all E's. I always say, because people <laughs> always want to put S-O-N at the end, it's all E's. It's the Scandinavian spelling. Connect with me on Instagram, in my stories. I actually have a brand new offer coming that's called BYOB, which stands for Be Your Own Bestie. I'm really going back to my self-love coach roots here. So BYOB, Be Your Own Bestie, is a 30-day online experience that helps you love yourself more. It's daily challenges, support, live calls, and we help you evaluate your boundaries, learn to cultivate self-love and compassion for yourself, uncover your dreams and your goals, and create lasting change. And then after this 30 days, it's a, it's a challenge style. After the 30 days, you'll be empowered to live a life of purpose with confidence in who you are and the changes you've made. And it's only a dollar a day. Um, so I'm really, really pumped for this. You can sign up at byobestie.com, B-Y-O-B-E-S-T-I-E.com. And uh, I, I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me. I I had never really thought about the middle as the concept to become such a physical place. And so now that's going to be on my mind all day as I am here in my bed of about how those kind of two things work together. I really appreciate you sharing your story. Absolutely. As usual, thank you for sharing The Middle with me today. Remember to check out my writings at themiddle.com. That's the MDDL.com. While you're there, you can sign up for the weekly newsletter to get a little bit more middle in your inbox each week. I am a one-woman show, so any bit of support means the world to me. I want The Middle to be as accessible as possible, so I have several ways for you to support. You can shop The Middle with some merch or my books. The Lacey Loves affiliate links and recommended products, Patreon for additional community and content, and I also just have a tip jar if you'd like to leave a tip. If you like today's show, also make sure to subscribe at your favorite podcatcher, share with a friend, and maybe even leave a five-star review. Thanks so much to Lemon Music Studio for our theme music. It is literally called Sunshine, and that is certainly how it feels to me. Can't wait to see you in the middle again.
thanks for sharing the middle with me. As always, I hope you've been able to see a little bit of yourself in the story we shared today. Don't forget to follow, share, rate, review, and follow me on social media at Lacey Shares. You can always check out the Joyful Support Movement at joyfulsupportmovement.com and see all of the amazing goodness we have there, like No Shame in the Home Game, Pops of Joy, courses, resources, and of course, the Joyful Support Village. All right, now go out there and spread some joy. Mm-hmm.